What's up, everybody? My name is Kyle Hyde. Welcome to another episode of The Elevation Station. It has been quite some time since I put a podcast episode out because this year my ward has been root. And when roots grow, they grow underground and there's not much going on above ground. So I've really been focusing on my roots, planting my roots. Uh, Last year was planted and all in and I broke through my shell because so much when you plant a seed into a ground, so much has to work on the internal of that seed in order for it to burst through that shell and for roots to grow and for the plant to grow. For me, the oak tree to grow through the soil. So last year was planted and all in. This year, my ward has been rooted and I've been, been rooted and I've been working on my roots this year. Quarter one, my root was being frame Kyle 3.1. As I go about my, let's break it down even further. So I set a word for the year. This year rooted, last year planted all in. The year before that was release. And now through this year, I've gotten to the point to where I map out themes of each quarter. And I'm trying to do it in a simple way to where I learned from a guy named Garrett White. He has this kind of way of thinking to where there's the body. Let's start over. There's the being, there's the business, there's the balance and then there's the body. And in your day, you should have something that, you know, knocks out every one of those. In the morning, I do my being, I meditate, I read, and then I go to my business. I work on my business throughout my day that takes the majority of my day. And then balance, I try to do balance, something at night, hanging out with a friend, going to dinner with somebody, going on a date, whatever that may be, balance, playing the piano, listening to music, balance in your life. My dad calls it a game away from the game. And then lastly, body, going to the gym. That's what I do, whatever it may be, going for a run for you, stretching, yoga, Pilates, I don't know, whatever. But doing something in your day that that hits all those is critical. Now doing something in a year that to which you focus 100% on those, I live in 90 day windows. So this first quarter was called being for me. That was the first route. I wanted to grow into a new person this first quarter of the year and that was Kyle 3.1 so let's recap what happened the first quarter I try to let go of who I am every single day because who I am today is trying to act and respond to what I believed about myself and what I believed about my world and my life yesterday so I try to, it's very difficult, of course, to let go of things that do no longer serve me that I believed that were true yesterday in order for me to become myself. So when I work on this first quarter, it was all about being the way I think, the way I act, the way I go about my days, the way I just, the, my beliefs, everything. I wanted to transform and really question my entire self to make sure that I can let go that, of things that no longer serve me. And I can just let go, period, that there's minimal attachments to things of the world so I can continually rise up and just become who I'm supposed to become, to live out this life that I continually love to live out. And it's not about the actions that you take to get to the things that you supposedly want. It's about letting go. It's about giving up things in order to give. It's about giving up things in order to go up to get things that you're truly supposed to get. And I'm not just talking about material things, I'm talking about getting the things that you're supposed to have in your life that come into your life to help you fulfill what you are called to do here on this earth. So 
as I built Kyle 3.1, this first quarter was all about building me, rebuilding me. And so I want to dive into some things today about what I learned. And I, I'll tell the books that I've read that I read. And there's things I took away from each of them to help me build this new Kyle 3.1, this new frame, this new way of being that has now influenced the way I go about my days and I'm going to carry out through the whole rest of the year. And of course, come next year, reassess what worked, what didn't work, get rid of the things that did not work, keep the things that did work, and keep growing into Kyle 3.2. So first thing first was a book called King, Warrior, Magician, Lover. It's about the positive masculinity and the positive masculine psyche of males. And also, it, it, it talks a lot about females as well, but in order to have a king, warrior, magician, lover, kind of healthy, healthy mindset, he looks at the king, he looks at the warrior, he looks at the magician, he looks at the lover. The king is the king. You can think of movies and books and stories that, you know, there's kings, there's good kings and tyrant kings. And the tyrant king is kind of more of the shadow king that dominates and rules over, you know, and manipulates and does bad things and, and, and just, you know, does not serve the country well, does not serve himself well. So that's kind of a shadow king aspect. But the king himself, he rules over the dominion. He, he, he makes sure everything is going well. He makes clear-cut decisions and, and continually grows the community, grows his circle, grows his environment, makes sure everything is well, and he is a great leader. Now, the warrior, the warrior is the one that there's a shadow warrior as well. That's kind of like the masculine fighter, just wants to fight everybody, tells everybody that he does Brazilian jitsu, whatever. Like, not that he, if it's bad, but he, he, there's a negative aspect of the warrior. Fighting, unhealthy, very aggressive. I would say that he, the warrior is very aggressive, but then the shadow warrior is unconscious aggressiveness. The conscious warrior is aggressive, he moves with precision. He moves in a direction that he knows that he wants to, do, to go. He moves with authority and he also maintains order. He fights to maintain order. The king puts in order. The warrior maintains order. He helps that. Then there's the magician. The magician is the one that dreams up of the beautiful life, dreams up of all these things. And there's the shadow magician as well that kind of use, that wants to do quote unquote black magic things to, the, to manipulate people in order to do things for self-serving needs to be met. So that's the shadow magician, but then the magician itself, that's where you write in your goals, that's where you think big, that's where you kind of transcend this life that's coming from another dimension through you, through the magician, to help you create that. And then there's the lover. There's the shadow lover, there's the child lover, there's also the boy psychology that you have to graduate to the male psychology. But the, the lover is the one that just loves. He's unattached to anything. He loves things because of what they are. He accepts things and accepts people and accepts circumstances for what they are and who they are being. A shadow lover tries to change things to, to fit their, their identity, or excuse me, to fit their needs, to fit their way of being. And you think it's love, but it's really not. So that's just 
a very, very surface level kind of conversation of the King Warrior Magician Lover. So that was the first book that I read that helped me kind of look at myself and I learned a lot about myself. I probably learned the most about relationships than any other book than what I learned in King Warrior Magician Lover. And so I was able to assess this, look at myself, look at the shadow aspects of myself to which you don't know what you don't know. And so when I was exposed and became aware of the shadow aspects of the King Warrior Magician Lover and the actual shadow aspects of boy psychology, because King Warrior Magician Lover is man psychology, then there's the one below that, which is boy psychology. So there's a lot of boys living in men, living in male bodies, um, but they haven't reached that male positive masculinity, the king, warrior, magician, lover, positive psyche. Then, of course, you know, you can live too far in the king, too far in the warrior, magician, lover. It's, all, it's, an, it's a balancing act, but it's a healthy balancing act. But anyway, that was the first thing that I learned about myself, looking at my aspects of the, sh the shadow aspects of myself, becoming aware of those. And just the act of becoming aware has made a huge transformation in helping me become Kyle 3.1. So if you need a new book to read, King, Warrior, Magician, Lover, incredible read. That was the foundational book for me. After that, I read a book called The Rational Male. The Rational Male is a guy named Rolo Tomasi and very great book. There's two books that I really, you know, I love to read that I read that I loved. And there's a lot of things that he talks about that I wouldn't say that I agree with, but there's a lot of concepts that he puts into perspective for me that helps me add to my new positive masculine psychology, psyche, whatever that may, that may be. And it helped me a lot to look at the aspects of things that I used to do in my, in my own self and relationships and relationships with girls or women and just being able to assess that for myself. And make the changes that need to be changed and then go back in and go from there so the rational male and that's allowed me to look at my life to help to help maximize my singleness i've been single for a while i've done pot podcast episodes blog posts about singleness things like that and it's like well damn kyle you've been single for like what four years now is it even working uh it is it's working. I just, I'm, I'm still learning on myself and I'm not on anybody else's clock, I'm on my own clock. And you shouldn't be trying to live up to anybody else's clock. Be on your own clock, live on your own time, learn what you need to learn about yourself, become the best version of yourself, and then that person will flow into your life. One of the best things about that is maximizing your singleness is like, of course, I would love to spend a life with somebody. I would love to create a family with somebody and there's things like that. But as I've said in multiple podcasts before, you need to become the person who you are looking for is looking for. And maybe I'm there, maybe I'm not, but I'm working on myself every single day to hopefully become that person because whoever she may be, she deserves the best version of me. To let go of old attachments, to let go of old things, old relationships, old mindsets, or whatever it may be, I need to continually become my best self to become the person who I am looking for, is looking for. And that's maximizing singleness. So that is another book of The Rational Male that's added to this Kyle 3.1. The next one was this book called Letting Go by David Hawkins. Everybody should read this book. Transformational. Helped me the most out of anything that I've seriously ever read. In this book, 
like I mentioned, it's not about doing things. It's not about taking all this action. It's about it's not about having to put all these things into perspective so you can achieve all these things. It's not about what you have to do in order to go up. It's about what you're willing to give up. It's about what you're willing to let go, what you must let go, what you have to let go in order to go up. So this book dives into, I can't even describe it because it's, it was, it's, such, it's such an amazing book. Highly suggest you read it. The goal is to let go of things so you can rise up and live at the top of the scale of the emotions. That is, you know, enlightenment. And from enlightenment, there's few people that have, you know, reached enlightenment. Growing up as a Christian, I've learned about Jesus. Other people have learned about Buddha. Other people have learned about all these different kind of spiritual teachers and, and, and guidance from them that's transformed their whole life. That's kind of the level of enlightenment. I I'm not saying that I've reached this. There's, I'm not even close. But it's seeing that and being able to learn and look at all these emotions that you go through, that you experience in life, and see how it plays out and how it has an effect on your life and how we try to hold on to things because it fits our narrative that we tell ourselves. It, it fits our perspective that we see about ourselves. To which really... If we just work on letting go of these things from our health to our business, our job, to relationships, everything will continually improve if we start to surrender, if we start to let go of things that no longer serve us. And it's all psychological. It's all psychological. So that book changed my life. That book has made Kyle 3.1 and his foundational root, deepest root, it watered me, everything. Amazing, amazing. So working on that was been amazing. Surrendering, letting go, accepting that life is just uncertain has been a game changer for me and just expecting the best all the time and having really no expectations but expecting the best because having no expectations allows life to really bring to me what it's supposed to bring to me. It's me getting out of my own way and allowing life to do that. So incredible, incredible transformation in my mindset, my paradigm. And I've also learned that there's two different kinds of things. There's power and there's force. When you let go, you rise up. That's true power. When there's force, you're forcing things to happen. You're forcing people to do things. You're forcing, you're trying to force life to happen for you. That's where you're trying to do all these things. That's where you're trying to take action. And you're out here on your hustle and in your grind. You're trying to use force. But if you let go, you surrender, you rise. That's true power. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. So moving on, some of the things like that, being able to just establish, you know, on my own boundaries for myself, my own boundaries for relationships, knowing my market value in, in, in life. And that's not like a cocky thing. It's a confident thing. It's a, it's a building up of who I am in order to bring my best self to the world. And you deserve the world. You deserve so many great things in your life. And the, if you don't believe that, as I say that, let's shift that paradigm right now. You do. You need to let go of that old way of thinking, old belief that you don't deserve it because you did this back then, you did this when you were 
19 or this happened or whatever, let go of that story. The faster you can let go of that, the faster you can continually rise, the faster life can happen for you and the faster that you'll start to experience a more beautiful life. So knowing that, um, working on attachments, which has been a huge thing for me. Another book that I've read called The Way to Love, The Last Meditations, Last Meditations from Anthony DeMello, game changer as well, talks about attachments. And I'm not just talking like attachments as far as like you're attached to, you know, a significant other or anything like that, but you're attached to the outside world. It's about, you know, Jesus says, or the Bible says that you can be in this world, but not of this world. And that means you could be in this world and not attached to the things of this world, not attached to the things that culture tells you that you should be attached to, that you should go after, whether it's the material things or it's this or that, or you let go of the attachments. And I do that in my meditation. Some things that I would attach to too much were relationships, whether it was another girl or just like people in business or was or, or business relationships, partnerships and stuff like that, or just family. And so I've done a lot of work and continue to do a lot of work to where I can let go of these things. And money was a huge one as well, attached to money. So just working through those attachments to live a non-attachment lifestyle, a non-attachment life. And that may sound different because it did sound different to me as in like, oh, you just don't care about anything. No, I care about a lot of things. But coming from a place of love, love has no attachments. Love loves things just the way they are. Love understands that things come into life and flow out of life if it's meant to be, or they come into life and they stay around you for a reason, but you don't try to change it. You don't try to change the flower that, you don't try to change the red rose to blue. You don't try to change the red rose to a dandelion. You love it and you uh, admire it just the way it is. That's love. And it's something I've been working on, non-attachments and things like that. Um, one thing that I've changed in my, in my perspective as well is, as I've said, my relationship with myself. Something I do every single morning is I journal. And in that journal, at the very end, whatever I write out um, throughout, throughout that time, at the very end, I close the, the journal with, I love you, Kyle. I accept you, Kyle. I forgive you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Keep going. And that has changed the way I look at myself even more because it's changed the relationship with me. And the fact that I love myself, I accept myself, I forgive myself, and I thank myself, and I tell myself to keep going. It's just a beautiful shift in paradigm to help me live out Kyle 3.1. So those are some of the big things. Um, some other things that I did, you know, there's no competition. It's, it's you versus you. It's me versus me. Um, giving and loving, it's no longer what can I get. It's now transformed into what can I give. So the goals that I have, great, they're there. Not attachment to them. If it happens, good. If it doesn't, good. Either way, I'm good. But letting those go. Non-attachment. Um, what's another one here? What can I give? That last, that I got lost there for a second. Instead of what can I get, what can I give? And 
like I said, the goals are there, but what can I give? How can I give people something to help them live their greatest life, to help them create a life that they love, take life higher, and make their own impact in the world? And everything. So my question changed from what can I get to what can I give? Um, abundance mindset. I act and I move and I breathe to the best of my ability as somebody who already has a life that I'm trying to create. It's hard and it's a letting go of previous selves every single day, but I do that. And I, it, it, the one, one way I try to see it as well is like I stretch my wealth. If Kyle already lived this kind of life, now I'm not saying that like, just go out and blow all your money or do all these stupid things, but I try to stretch myself in a way, stretching wealth, stretching my wealth in a way to where I do things that are kind of outside of my comfort zone all the time when it comes to, to money or when it comes to just anything. So simple example, when I move into my apartment now, I had three months of money saved up that could probably help me you know, pay my rent. And this apartment is a lot more expensive than where I was used to, used to live. And I had enough clients to like, that was paying my simple bills, but now stepping in here kind of put me into this next phase to like, Kyle, if you don't work, if you don't continually move forward and let go of things, you're gonna be stuck. So I took a step of faith, moved into this apartment, had three months of money saved up. And of course, I, I stretched my wealth. And when you stretch your wealth, it shows up. If you have the faith to move forward, if you move forward in faith and you act as if it's already happened, you stretch that wealth, it's gonna show up. It has to. And you move forward with pure intentions, of course it's gonna show up. It's just, I, it does, I don't know, it's crazy. So that's that. Um, I've changed my identity a little bit to be like, you know, Kyle, you're a social butterfly and you may think from YouTube videos or podcast episodes that I am a social butterfly and maybe you don't, but I'm kind of an introvert, extrovert kind of guy. And my goal was to be more social, to meet two or three people a week, to put myself out there more, whatever that may be. So that was that. And let's see, and understanding the mirror. As I built Kyle 3.1, as I built Kyle 3.1, and now as I live as Kyle 3.1, I understand that there's a mirror in life. It's probably a multi-dimensional mirror. It's a holographic paradigm that you can see through to where what is reflecting, our eyes are part of our brain that is a, tool to which translates what's being reflected into them. So when you understand that life is a mirror, what's being reflected back to you is who you are being. It's because of who you are being. So if you are someone to judge, you will not take action on certain things in the fear of being judged. So it's just a mirror. What the as below, so above the as, abo as above, so below. It's a mirror. I always, if I have certain things that show up in my life, whether it's in my work and my business, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in my finances, whether it's just with friends and family, or whether it's just meeting some random person that I don't like or I do like, it's a reflection of who I am being. And if there's a problem in my business, there's not actually a problem in my business. There's just 
my business is reflecting back to me a problem that's within myself. And that goes through all those things, relationships, people, friends, people you meet. It's not the problem with that, the person or the business. It's that reflecting back something to you to what you need to work out in yourself. That's been a big game changer for me as well. I don't want to go too deep into it because it kind of just, it jacks me up every time I think about it and talk about it. But if you want to read a crazy book called The Holographic Paradigm, that's something to get started with. But just understand as below, so above. As above, so below. So what is being reflected back to you in life, what you are processing through your eyes or through your ears or through your, your mental game, your mindset to your mind, it's just a reflection of what you haven't worked out in your life, in yourself, in your own soul, to which once you work that out, it usually, it usually ends up to you letting go of something. You let go of that and somehow it disappears from your life because the outside env environment is just a reflection of your inside environment. That's the mirror. And understanding that blew my mind. So Kyle 3.1. Quarter one, year rooted. Quarter one, being, frame, Kyle 3.1. And that's just some of the things that I've learned this quarter, this last quarter. And now this quarter, I've been working on business, finance. I really just, at, we work every single day, like it's a job. Like I show up to the office at nine o'clock, I leave at 3.30, four o'clock, come home. And I just do my best to work out the roots in my businesses. New Heights, Mavenex Media, working on the roots for those. How can I get better at this? How can I grow something strong with these roots in order for it to have a solid root foundation in order to grow into a gigantic oak tree? So that's what I've been doing. And when July comes around, we'll do the next podcast episode. So I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. I hope I shared something, just anything that helps you transform the way you think, that helps you create a life that you love to live, that helps you take life higher, and then to eventually help you make the impact that you're called to make. Thank you for listening. If you haven't checked out newheights.com, go ahead and do that. If you haven't followed New Heights on Instagram or Pinterest or even YouTube, go ahead and do that. I appreciate you. I love you. You are an incredible human being. Don't ever forget that. And until next time, have a beautiful, beautiful day.